Significant Women, Alverno Inferno, Free Radio highlights significant women as part of a series brought to you by Alverno College in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a liberal arts college dedicated to the personal and professional development of women. Today I will be telling you the story of a painter from the Italian Brock era by the name of Artemisia Gentileschi. As a warning before I begin, her story does involve sexual assault and torture. If you are uncomfortable with either of these topics, I would suggest tuning out for the time being. Artemisia Gentileschi was born in 1593 and began painting at 15 years old under her father's tutelage. And many of her most famous paintings were pieces she made before she even turned 25. Later on in her life, she would become the first woman to be accepted into the Accademia di Arte del Disegno in Florence, Italy. Though these achievements are only part of her story, much of her legacy lies in the terrible tragedies that she suffered in her late teens. To give some background before getting into the messy period of her history, I feel the need to explain some cultural information of the time period. The concept of rape was only applied to women who were virgins before the rape occurred, and was often known as deflowering. Once a woman was deflowered, a woman's status would be ruined and she would be made more vulnerable as a consequence, unless she was married. Artemisia met Agostino Tassi when she was 16, though she was unaware that he had a messy history behind him, including a wife. But before him came Cosimo Quarley, a friend of her father's and an important influence within the church and with the Pope. Cosimo had attempted to rape Artemisia several times, but when she proved too resilient for him, he made a deal with Tassi. Tassi would be the one to rape her in the end, while Artemisia's dear friend and mother figure, Tuzia Medegalia, would betray her by watching and not doing anything to stop it. She was furious at him and her for the betrayal, though Tassi managed to calm her by promising marriage and they continued to have sexual relations. But when he did not go through with his promise of marriage and stole one of her paintings for Cosimo, both Artemisia and her father took him to court in 1612. She gave very detailed descriptions of the events, though Tassi would deny many of them. Artemisia, through the court, was asked if she would be willing to defend her statements even under torture. She had agreed. The court used a sibile, vice that would slowly tighten around her fingers until they were torn open and the skin left bleeding. She continued to confirm her version of the story throughout this pain and torture. Before the trial even ended, though, Artemisia painted a rendition of Judith slaying Holofernes, where Judith and her servant Abra worked together to behead Holofernes. It was an image that horrified its viewers for hundreds of years. Some view it as her version of revenge against Tassi, though many still have questions about the reasons and how it was made. 
At the end of the entire trial in 1612, Tassie was sentenced to five years of banishment, though he never served them. It is said that his punishment was light due to him being a favored painter of the Pope. After the trial, Artemisia would become one of the most desired paintings in Italy, though she would still face challenges in her male-dominated society. She eventually married and had two surviving daughters, though she would also eventually have to purchase art materials without her husband's permission. This was proven to be a good choice on her part, as she would eventually separate from her husband. In the modern world, Artemisia and her trial have come back into the limelight within the Me Too movement and various publicized rape trials of the 21st century, the comparison being used to show that there had been very little progress with how the public views female rape victims. In the end, Artemisia Gentileschi is a woman to be admired, both as a painter and for her strength and resilience as a woman in a male-dominated world. Her paintings are still spoken of today, and she is regarded as one of the best female painters. Her life has spawned books, comics, and her surviving paintings are on display in multiple fine art institutions around the world. This has been Significant Women on Alverno Inferno Free Radio, a series brought to you by Alverno College in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a liberal arts college for women dedicated to the personal and professional development of women.